I'm Jeremy Henson, and this is Living Unleashed. Welcome back. I am Jeremy, and this is episode 10 of the Living Unleashed podcast, where we are awakened to the reality of a passionate life filled with hope, joy, peace, and freedom. In short, the abundant life that Jesus promises. So this is the 10th episode of the Living Unleashed podcast. Uh, First big milestone, I guess, that uh, we've hit. And I just want to say thank you to all of you who have uh, been listening over these last 10 episodes. I am just totally amazed at uh, the comments that I've received and and the folks that are listening. Um, It just totally blows my mind when I look at um, state location of where the downloads have taken place that there are folks that have listened here in the U.S. as far away as California. Uh, There have been listeners in Canada. I've even had listeners from Germany and the Philippines. And so I just want to say a big thank you. Uh, I'm not even sure how people in Germany and the Philippines and and Canada uh, even got a hold of this podcast, um, other than just the wonders of the internet. And I just want to thank all the listeners. If uh, you're listening out there, I'd love to hear where you're from or uh, how you got connected to this. You can leave a comment in the comment section on the website at livingunleashed.org. Uh, or you can leave a comment in a review on um, iTunes. And I'd be love to have you sound off there in th- one of those two spots and let me know where you're from and how you got connected. Uh, today, as we talk, I would like to talk to you about worship. Now, worship is a real hot topic uh, amongst uh, Christians and, and in Christian communities. We, ha- we can have some quite heated discussions, usually around things like worship style and that can involve everything from lighting and, and a musical choice to how the sanctuary is decorated or where the location of the sanctuary even is. Uh, it can be related to musical instruments used or just all sorts of things. And those conversations can really get quite heated. What I would like to challenge us to today is that maybe we're talking about the wrong things. And this comes for me, I gained a new insight into the dynamics of worship one summer while I was teaching at a youth leadership camp. Now, let me describe to you the worship there. Uh, The environment where we found ourselves uh, worshiping, it, it completely played against the stereotype of how to set up for great worship. I mean, first of all, we were a small group. There was, oh, usually around 34 of us on most nights. Uh, Some might have said that we did not have critical mass. We were also in an outdoor tabernacle that was simple and, quite frankly, a little bit cluttered. The seating was homemade wooden benches that were moderately comfortable at best. Towards the latter third or fourth of the worship service, you know, you started getting a little fidgety sitting on those old wooden benches. The tabernacle was open-sided, which added to our attendance in the form of gazillions of mosquitoes and other pests. It also helped us to fully experience the heat and the humidity. This definitely wasn't a new air-conditioned building with individual padded seating. 
we had two worship leaders who each played an acoustic guitar, no drums, no keyboards, and no backup singers. Yet after being together for about four days, something happened in our worship. It became powerful, moving, and just indescribable. Everyone became more engaged in the worship experience and more interactive with each other. The Spirit was present in a way that, that I had not felt in a worship service in quite a long time. When the celebration was over, everyone seemed to linger. Even though we were hot and sweaty and the mosquitoes were out in full force, everyone seemed to linger, not really wanting to climb the hill back to the lodge, but just kind of to hang out and stay in that space. What changed? What happened over the course of that four days? What happened is we had become a true community. You know, we had grown together as we were challenged to look deep within ourselves and identify all that God had placed within us. We had encouraged one another as we had tapped into this potential and we began to develop into better leaders. We faced fears and anxieties and we tackled them. We overcame. We blossomed. It was an amazing experience, and that experience in worship was the result of a gathering of individuals that had opened up their lives to God and to each other. And see, what I want to challenge us to today is that that is what causes true, authentic, powerful worship. It is not created by the perfectly designed worship service. I mean, I've been in some of those. I've been in some of those that were well orchestrated and just a perfect example of how to pull things off with the right timing and the right cues and, and all that. But that doesn't necessarily produce a great worship service. It may be a great event. It may be very engaging and entertaining but was it worship? And see, what I would argue, and from what my experience was here in this, in this location, was that this deep, genuine worship sprung up not because we had everything right, not because we had done the marketing to find out what kind of worship people wanted, and, and then we tried to play to that. No, it happened because a group of us were committed to living life together. And as we lived that life together, and as we grew, and as we faced our challenges, as we faced our fears, as we faced our sins, and as we experienced God's forgiveness together, as we practiced forgiveness with one another, and as we did these things and we were walking the Christian walk together, even if it was only for those few days, the worship time exploded with a movement of the Spirit that was just so powerful. It wasn't anything that any of us present did. There was nothing we did to make that a better worship service 
other than we were committed to walking together. We were committed to living life together. We were committed to encouraging one another, trusting one another, growing together as we became better followers of Jesus. And in that environment, man, we had a powerful worship service. Powerful. And see, when we look at our churches, most of the churches that we attend, they don't have the budgets to pull off a really slick worship service. You know, they don't have the professional musicians and singers. They they don't have the the sound and lights and and projection systems that cost tens if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. You know, they don't have uh, um, all of the, the bells and whistles. They don't have a, a newly designed sanctuary. And sometimes I think we use those reasons as excuses for not having good worship and powerful worship. Now, there's nothing wrong with having a layout and a plan to follow and, 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 and the like. But I would argue that what really contributes to powerful worship is a group of people that have committed to living their lives together to encourage one another, to walk together, to grow together, to seek God together, and that it is in the midst of a group like that that the Spirit shows up in a powerful way, and the worship will just explode. I want you to think about that the next time you go into worship. Try to avoid all the thoughts that may go through your head about you wish the music was different, or you wish the the pastor spoke a shorter sermon or or was more articulate or you wish the air conditioner was a little colder or the heat was a little warmer or whatever you find distracting you that you think takes away from your worship. I'm going to invite you to instead think about how you can contribute to that time of worship by being an authentic community with all the other people sitting around you, committed to walk together and grow together. And as that happens, my feeling and inclination, and what I think will happen is you'll discover that your worship experiences will deepen together, and they'll become more powerful. And so that's my challenge for you today. And as you continue to to worship uh, together, thanks once again for listening to this podcast. I am still blown away uh, by the the folks who are listening and the comments that have been made. And uh, if you... uh, can take a moment to leave a comment either on the web page or in iTunes, leave a review. I'd love to find out where, where you're from and, and how you got connected to this. And uh, as you just continue to walk through today, I encourage you to keep on living unleashed. Mm-hmm.